Hi, welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Chloe, and this is the 10th day of Podmas. That's what this is. This is the 10th day of Podmas, and I'm clearly your insecure as fuck ass host, Chloe Beck. And because I'm going to keep trying to make fetch happen, and a one, and a two, on the 10th day of Podmas, my insecurity did some shit because I have 10 too many tattoos. See, it doesn't work. It was a really good idea in my brain. But basically, on the 10th day of Podmas, I want to talk about my insecurities wrapped around the fact that I am a person who looks alternative and has literally, I literally have 10 tattoos. So this this works perfectly for this. Uh, and the insecurity attached to my tattoos comes along with the fact that, like I just said, that I am in the job search. I am actively looking for a different experience uh, professionally. And since I've been in my current position and my current industry for so long where things are a little bit laxed, depending on who you are, what you look like, what your race is, you, you know, I was fortunate enough to be able to really lean into my artsy, angsty expression with the fact that I have three nose rings, a tongue ring. I have, um, uh, what is that thing called? I have a gauge. I have uh, other piercings. No homo, like nothing. I'm too fat for that. And that's another topic for another day. But I am currently, uh, I cut off my hair. It's now this weird color green because I'm in between dye jobs. And I'm just leaning very much into myself as if I already am this famous YouTubing, podcasting, media, vice producing, working person. Uh, and like, once again, with that whole mindset of if you build it, they will come currently with my resume vice is not quite looking for me yet, but they should. I mean, if you know anybody advice, hook me up because a bitch is struggling and maybe this wouldn't have even been an episode if I could really work in an industry that is still not so taboo about tattoos. Uh, so yeah, so one of my insecurities really is about how I present and how I am perceived by others. And for a long time, uh, literally for like 31 to 32 years of my life, I was more concerned about being so overtly overweight um, that that was the the marker that people could notice. So like, honestly, me being so big, all the all the hair and the, the tattoos and all that stuff didn't even really register for people because they were just looking at this ginormous person. But now that I have gotten smaller and now I'm in the job search. I'm freaked out about have I gone too far? Have I leaned too far into my alternative artsy true expression of self to still be a viable candidate in the job market? Um, I want to unpack that a little bit, but like I really don't have the answer. And like I'm really insecure about it because it's out of my control. Uh, I'm not a person who believes in concealing and, and covering up. And to be fully transparent, I don't even have large, massive tattoos that are visible in a lot of places, but I'm getting more and more comfortable with my body, which means I'm showing more and more of my body, which means three to five of my tattoos will be visible, excuse me, from time to time. And I just wonder if how I show up to an interview or how I present or do I, should I be even be concerned about that because I what I am learning about the job uh, market today and versus how I was raised up and what I was told was appropriate doesn't always seem to be the narrative. But I also can't ignore the fact that 
I think about that dumbass part of Scandal, which is so true, which is why I call it dumb because I hate it, where uh, her dad was like, you got to work twice as hard to get half as far. So like the fact that a little Britney, uh, speaking of happy birthday, Britney Spears or whatever the fuck, a little Britney can come in with an asymmetrical bob and like neon green highlights and kick ass tattoos and piercings. And it's just like, so, okay. I don't necessarily believe that as a black queer woman who is masculine presenting, I don't often feel that I have the same luxuries as more traditionally accepted bodies and persons because of race. Um, believe it or not, I think uh, affirmative action works a little bit. Well, we all know affirmative action is not for black people. And, and the most people who benefit from it are actually white women. If you didn't know that, Google it, holler at your girl, plot twist. But even outside of that, I think, I would call it like reverse affirmative, affirmative action because I think a lot of offices and, and jobs look for people or look for reasons to discount a person. So if Chloe Beck, hello, Chloe Beck, my mom did a great job with my name. And if you haven't heard about my name story, you should probably go to my podcast. I believe it's like episode two or two or three, actually episode three, tis but thy name, excuse me, I just hit the coil on my stand uh, and I kind of unpack my name. But a part of that name is that it, it, it is a presentable Anglo-Saxon name. Uh, Chloe Beck doesn't sound like anyone who grew up in, in the projects of Cleveland, Ohio. And then when this body walks in, I used to get the feedback like, oh, I didn't think you would be the person attached to that name because I was I was literally told that Chloe Beck sounded like somebody who could have been a small Asian girl. I don't know how many Becks live in, in, in Asia, whatever the fuck, but that was the first for me. Uh, so now when I think about how, if I finally figure out the fucking cover letter, once I did a podcast about that, I'm going to drop that one day. Um, once I figure out the cover letter shit and my resume hits and I get to that face to face part, I'm a little concerned that they're going to start to cherry pick reasons to, for me to not be an air quotes, good fit. And I would hate for it to be surrounded by, because it, excuse me, I would hate for it to be in relation to the fact of something that I've done to my body that helped me express more of me. I would hate to be discounted from a, a, a lucrative opportunity because of a nose ring or three nose rings or purple hair or things like that. But even more so as someone who's just learning how to lean into all of these things that I'm trying to try out in my quarter life crisis, I'm a little pissed about the fact that I have to do this mental work and think about that. I'm a little pissed that this is actually something that still matters in 2020 when the fucking dumbest dumb of all dumb made it to the highest seat in the land. I'm a little pissed that this is the truth because I, 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 while I am not him, I can liken myself to him. I think about the backlash Barack Obama got when he wore a tan suit to a wedding that wasn't even like a responsibility of his job. So if Donald Trump can be Donald fucking Trump and people, half the country, half, half, half the country still vote for him, but like 80% of the country was pissed because of a suit choice that he made or the fact that Michelle Obama lean, mean, fit, uh, my forever first lady showed her arms. Like how the fuck could Chloe Beck with nose rings, septum rings, tongue rings, hair, and 10, 10, 10 tattoos be seen as someone who's a professional. Um, it's really hard to be seen as a professional when they already discount you because you're black. 
more again because you're a woman let them find out that you're queer and now i'm someone who's adorned my body my temple with artwork um and I'm insecure about that because I am nowhere near done with my tattoo journey. I have so many tattoo ideas and tattoo wants. And uh, for example, a tattoo that I am fucking ecstatic to get, I'm going to pull the trigger on it any day. Pop, pop, boom. I can't wait to do it. And it's going to be one that makes no sense to any of you, but it's something that means so much to me. And it's, 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 it's a person that I just, I fell in love with. I fell in love with this person uh, as, uh, post-mortem, right? Like he died. And now I'm just like a Stan. And uh, the judgment that I still believe that exists in the tattoo versus non-tattoo versus that's professional versus that's immature energy, it, it, it keeps me insecure. It, I'm very insecure about it. A uh, prime example, I think there was a job, once again, I, talk, I think I talked about it. I'm unsure. I talk so much. Who the fuck knows? But there was a time when I was up for a job. And when I say up for, I mean apply because they never called me back or even told me they got my application. So I was up for failure and disappointment. But conveniently, when this job appeared as something that I wanted to pursue, I had bright red hair. I had just cut my locks and I was shitting on myself, panicked. I was like, fuck, I know red is not necessarily... Uh, excuse me, my chair is going to be making noise because my fucking lights are motion censored and I'm trying to record for YouTube. So this will be fun. Excuse me for a second. I got to get up. Um, and while I think red is not the most taboo, or I'm sorry, it's not the most uh, angsty color anymore. I think more people are a little bit more accepting of red. It just... It made me so sad because I was like, I just got this haircut. I actually fucking love this haircut. I love this color. And um, I, I like this color so much. I want to know what other colors I like because I was never a person to dye my hair uh, in my childhood or in my early adulthood because I was trying to play this white as right professional as possible energy slash. I worked at places like the University of Georgia where they did have problems with your tattoo showing or if you wore like if you had tattoos you had to make sure you had articles of clothing that literally covered them um and I saw them enforce that with white colleagues as well like I had a white colleague who had tattoos all the way up to about his his uh um watch wrist area and like he literally in July in fucking the middle of July at Georgia would always wear a shirt up to the thing and and it, he looked like textbook, white, successful man. But when you took it off, you saw that he was a person who also had his own art stories and or appreciation for the art of tattooing. But I saw him in real time have to maneuver around his tattoo work to appease his job. And if, and I mean, once again, when I think about insecurities, I always think about who gets what first. So to see a white, straight, cis man be uh, mandated to act a certain way or do things like that. It created an insecurity in me because we were literally polar opposites. White, straight, healthy, fit man, fat, gay, questionably, morbid, obese, black woman. Um, and while I know I'm in New York City and New York is different, I might not always be in New York. So the shit that flies with Chloe Beck at this job, at this city, at that time, Either I'm going to continuously have to work to get closer to an industry that does not give a shit and or appreciates it, or I'm going to always have this 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 inkling of insecurity about how I present in that particular way 
with me at all times. For example, I won't I won't lie and say that I don't have dreams of owning 13 bedrooms and a pool. And, and honestly, that doesn't necessarily happen here just yet. So there are jobs in schools and things that I'm looking at in more conservative areas. And I'm thinking, have I done too much living up here? Have I done too much experiencing up here for that to not work wherever my next step is? Um, and it's, it's sad. It, it makes me sad. It makes me so sad because like I said previously that I am losing a lot of weight and well, I was, I'm actually, the scale hasn't moved in six years, so I'll shut up there, but I'm in the process of really, really giving back to my body and losing weight. And sooner or later, I'm going to have skin removal surgery for my weight loss surgery, which we haven't quite talked about yet. But even that, like I'm in a place where I'm so ready to have a tattoo, but now I'm in a place where the only places that it really makes sense for me to get a tattoo are places that are super visible slash places that might not get chopped off when I have skin removal surgery. So I'm insecure about that. I'm insecure about me getting these pieces that I love or even the pieces that I already have. Like I, what if where they say they need to cut, they cut half my tattoo off or shit like that. But you know, that's par for the course. And if that's that, if that's what has to happen, it ultimately has to happen. But I, I'm insecure because tattoos aren't cheap and, and they, they help you express. And for me, every single one of my tattoo means something like I literally have not a single, I might have one tattoo that I just picked out of a book, be just for shits and gigs. Every tattoo, listen to how much I think and how much I talk. I'm not the bitch who's just going to go pick up an anchor, no shade, live your best life, get those cherries and tramp stamps. And I was the generation where bitches was getting Betty Boop and Tweety Bird. So I know you all get the infinity love heart uh, cross thing. And I know we all got that lotus flower. That's my one cliche tattoo. I have a lotus flower. Um, Lotus flower bomb. It just felt right. Came out, whatever, go with it. Um, So to know that these tattoos that help commemorate people who I've lost, who help tattoos really have healed me like tattoos that I was able to reimagine or even cover up and change and morph um tattoos that helped me get through shit and help me express myself when I didn't have this platform or the need or want or desire to share when I was very insular my tattoo spoke for me um my very first tattoo which I have since gotten covered up uh, was my very first tattoo was an Amy Winehouse lyric, the love of my true tormented life. Uh, my first tattoo was love is a losing game, which was on my wrist to which I got covered up because it felt like a bad omen, but you better believe every day I'm waiting for a way to keep Amy with me on my person. So instead of her lyrics, because not a lot of them ring so positive, um, I'm looking forward to an Amy Winehouse tribute tattoo. The tattoo that I said I'm so excited to get is a Mac Miller tattoo. I never thought 33-year-old Chloe Black girl would like Mac Miller the way that I do. And I'm I'm just so sad that I was closed-minded and didn't give him a chance while he was alive to really lean in and go to his concerts. But I'm so grateful for him now, so much so that he means so much to me that I want him on my body before I want my idol's or my parents like Whitney Houston, which one of my two of my tattoos are for Whitney. I have tattoos that says, Nippy, I will always love you. And it's true. 
Whitney Elizabeth Houston, I will always love you. And I keep this space right above it because I want to put a portrait of her there. You know, these things mean things to me. You know, Crystal says words mean things, tattoos mean things. And it's it's unfortunate that I still believe that there is a group of people who will use your choice of body adornment and art against you. Um, and while it's really not about the tattoos, this is obviously what I would think is a, a racism, sexism, colorism, all the thing ism uh, in relation, but it I have to be surface level, like the tattoo is surface to my skin. Um, I think it's racist practicing. I think it's I think it's unfair, and I think there's quadruple omnipresent standards, like way more than double, and. I just, I, I continuously tell myself I'm never going to end up in a place where I don't fit ever again. So I truly hope that I hope and I, I don't hope I manifest. It's already mine that my next career move will appreciate me just as I am. I can't help the track record and the years and the examples that tell me otherwise. Um, and now that I've gotten off of that horse, uh, cause it's dead, rest in peace. I want to talk about another insecurity I have around tattoos, right? Tattoos have been around since pre-Jesus, right? Tattoos have been around everywhere. Like when you look at mummies, you find them. Like tattoos are here, have been here. They're tribal in some places. They are birthrights in some places. They exist And here we are in our Lord's, I'm going to keep doing it. The Lord's year of what the fuck 2020, which I don't think this was his year. I think he, he, he went on sabbatical on this one. I don't think this was my God, but as long as tattoos have been around as a black woman with darker skin, it's, 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 I'm pissed and I'm, I'm mad and I am insecure about the fact that they have not come up with an ink that can give me the beautiful art and the colors and schemes in which I would like to have them, right? Because now we're talking, now this is Chloe talking, all right, we got that dream career. We got that beautiful Brooklyn apartment with industrial shit, two bedrooms, skylights. We got it. We are living our best life. We have work-life balance and we are doing everything that we want to do. We are working, We are consulting. We are life coaching. We have moved on. We are making our money and making our choices. So now, and we also are financially stable because in the the year of 2020, we didn't go crazy buying gifts and sneakers and taking L's on sneaker apps. So we have money to get colorful tattoos, beautiful tattoos, tattoos in the thousands, stack tattoos, stack. For those of you who don't know, that's like, I think a thousand dollars. See, shit, I don't even know. Shouldn't use words you don't know, but we have the funds for our tattoos and we're not trying to get those hundred to 150. We're trying to spend thousands and there's still not a lot of inks out there that can give me my dream. I love being a black woman, believe it or not, believe it or not, as hard as they make it. I love being a black woman. I fucking love it. I wouldn't want to do it any other way. Fuck no, no other way. I'm in the best skin. But with that being said, the only time I've ever said I wish I was lighter was because I wanted a certain type of tattoo. The only time where my skin pisses me off and creates an insecurity is when it's time for me to pick a tattoo and know it's going to be in that hue 
of black. Oh, I'm sorry. They also have now a, a slight red that works, but it's, it's upsetting when you can see people walking around with a mosaic or a watercolor or just intricacies that they deserve for arts and like tattoo. We all know, like the one thing I think about in real time, uh, me and my partner, we watch, I love Lucy. And the one thing we talk about, we watch the black and white, like we go, I know Lucy ended up in Technicolor eventually and things like that, but we like the episodes where it was black and white. And I always say as funny and amazing as this show is, and they, Kudos to you, Lucille Ball, because you were an icon and maybe one day you'll get one of my Dear Zora letters, but we're not here for you right now. But I always say, I can only imagine what the colors looked like at that time. Because when you look at their outfits and you look at Lucy's dresses and you look at where the pleats fall, I know every time I'm like, ooh, that might be emerald green. Or what if she's wearing purple? Or I know her red lip is popping, but you don't know that. So some of the ideas that I have for my art and my tattoos will always fall flat because I guess the black dollar and the black skin is not worth doing the work to find some type of way to have ink do what ink does and, and penetrate the skin. I think that's a racist thing. I think that's some bullshit. And I think uh, while there are tattoo artists who are good at adding color to black skin, one thing I know about colored ink on black skin is that you will continuously have to upkeep it. You will have to go back and back and back because it just doesn't stick. And maybe I should be proud because that means nothing can penetrate this beautiful black skin. But when I'm paying beautiful black dollars for beautiful black and brown art that I want to splash a color in, it, it, it takes away the joy of the process. Like, you know what it's like to go to a tattoo parlor pre-COVID or honestly, I've been to some via social media in code and they can easily get three to five people in the same space. But there is nothing like being in a tattoo parlor. You're about to get something. Some strangers about to get something. Everybody's talking and laughing and the music and, and all that stuff. Like I even worked at a tattoo store for one day. I work <laughs> one day in Williamsburg. I had a tattoo job. It was great. I wish it would have worked out. I wish it would have been more, but it just wasn't because I was on my way to be a piercer sliding into a life that makes sense for me. And one day maybe I will double back. But in that time, I saw a beautiful person of color getting an amazing tattoo that I'm like, damn, too bad. There's no color there. Or I see some people and, I, and while I'm looking at that same beautiful tattoo in the, the, the black and gray or whatever the fuck, however you maneuver that skin tone, the person next to her is getting just splashes and splashes and colors and, and being able to even watch a tattoo artist get to play with the ink like that. It's something that I've always wanted to experience and I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little butthurt that, that I can't. And it, it just, it makes me sad. and. It, it, it feeds into my insecurities around tattooing. So um, that's all I got to say. I'm insecure as fuck about tattoos in relation to my career, in relation to uh, my person, because my body is changing so rapidly. And in relation to the techniques in which tattooing has not evolved to include black and brown bodies. So I'm going to go ahead and tat it on up out of here. And once again, thank you for listening to Insecure, the podcast presents the 12 days of Podmas. Thank you for riding with me while it was real tough there in the beginning. But look at us. We slid right through it. We, we went through it. It's healing like a good tattoo. All right, y'all. I'm out. Have a good night. Merry, Merry Christmas. 